0: everybody and welcome back to expand cool where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about i'm kevin
1: and i'm sam so kevin what are we talking about today
0: today we're talking about ori and the blind forest which is uh it's a pretty good game it's a pretty pretty good video game
1: (laughs) Now, I know uh, we talked a little tiny bit about it when we talked about Hollow Knight, but this time, we're going to really dive deep into the game and the details, right? So, what drew you to this game versus something like Hollow Knight?
0: What drew me to this game primarily was the look of it. Like, I knew it was a style of game I liked. Like, I mean... Hollow Knight, I was drawn in mostly because of mechanics and it being a Metroidvania and people saying it's a very good Metroidvania. Ori, I was drawn into because it looked amazing, and you know me, I am rarely drawn into a game because of that. I, I usually don't care visually how a game looks. I care much more about the mechanics, but I knew it was in the sort of platformer slash Metroidvania genre, but... Yeah, it was primarily the look of the game, the aesthetic. It just looked completely different to any Metroidvania I'd played previously. So, that was the tipping point for me to get into it.
1: Okay. So, in comparing to other platformers and Metroidvanias, how is this categorized?
0: So, it's so tough for me. Like, I think it is a Metroidvania. It because the more I think about it, it's not so different from straight up the 2D Metroid games mm-hmm. um, in how it plays out and how it progresses. But the only thing that I think, I think the problem is that now that Hollow Knight exists, I consider that like, <laughs> even though. Obviously Metroidvania's namesake namesake is Metroid. I feel like Hollow Knight is even more Metroidvania <laughs> than a Metroid game because of the like non-linearity of it is mm-hmm. kind of now helps me define that genre. And Ori is linear. Like it is very linear. You don't you can't really explore the world however you want. That's not a thing in this game. Right. Um, in Hollow Knight, you can literally walk any direction you want. There are times where you might be impeded by, oh, you don't have this ability. But in Ori, you can't ever go that way because you don't have the ability you get from doing the first thing. <laughs> and right. then you get the first thing. Now you can go to the second place. Then you can go to the third place. It's, like, very much step by step rather than, oh, just explore the world and find out what's going on. Right. But... I don't know. I, I think it's still a Metroidvania in the main thing that you... You know, it's platforming-based, obviously, but you gain persistent upgrades throughout the world. Like, you mm-hmm. come across them naturally while playing. So it's hard for me to not call this a Metroidvania, but I would just call it a more linear one than some of its, uh you know, like games.
1: It's brethren.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's brethren. Exactly.
1: Okay. So... I know we talk about this in every single game and or movie we talk about, but what was the music like for this game?
0: We talk about it in every single game and movie because it's just that important. <laughs> it's just
1: I'm not we, I'm not discounting that.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I know and we we both know how important it is, but um uh this is <sighs> This might be... I mean, this is in my top five favorite soundtracks of a game of all time. Wow. Straight up. its It might be towards number one. It's so wow. incredibly good. It's This soundtrack is insanely good. And it's so good because it has a great ambiance to it for a world that, ironically, while you're playing the game has mostly upbeat music the whole time um and sometimes has moments of panic but typically is cheery and the cheery music in this game is very good makes you feel like you're in this like whimsical world and you are this whimsical character right but uh we'll get to it the story for this game is incredibly depressing and is actually like <laughs> extremely dark uh even though you look at it and you're like it's so pretty um <laughs> And so the music at times of you know uh, disaster or panic is also very good and is v- it, like we just talk about in movies and games. The point of music is to not not necessarily tell you what you're supposed to feel, but you know accompany what you're supposed to feel right. in that moment and strengthen it. Like a and it. it does exactly, and it does that to a T, and it's and it's also just beautifully written by gareth coker i have to call him out because he's awesome Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time
1: nice i guess i'll ask more of a mechanics question now what's the combat like in this game
0: so this is one of the things that i think is hard for me to help help categorize it into a metroidvania is that if you think about the metroid games and you think about hollow knight and other games like it you know the main gameplay loop is you're exploring while killing stuff. That's mm-hmm. yep. that's just how it is. And a lot of the Metroidvania parts of it are upgrading how you kill stuff or even changing how you kill stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you can get upgrades for your movement, sure, but you can also get upgrades that just improve your damage and or how you combat things. Mm-hmm. Ori's combat sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I say that lovingly, I it's not the point of the game. The point of the game is not the combat.
1: Is it more like the story or...
0: Well, in terms of the gameplay loop, it's more about platforming. Okay. It's more about getting around the world rather than killing enemies and trying to survive.
1: So more like Super Meat Boy or something like that.
0: Yeah, like it's definitely... And and that's why I think it, like, toes the line. It's still Metroidvania, but it just doesn't follow that same formula. Mm -hmm. Like, there are enemies in the world, and you need to kill them to progress. But, I mean, the combat in this game is you have this little orb next to you that you find at the very start of the game. That as soon as you pick him up, you press X, and he shoots lightning. Nice. And he shoots lightning auto-aimed at anything near it. So, Hmm. there's no aiming, there's no nuance to the f- combat; it is just ba 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 mash b- X, right? <laughs> and then and maybe kill dodge. things that are near you, yeah. yeah. Like, like you might like move, but in terms of getting an enemy, it's just mashing the X button. <laughs> <laughs> and not that that's bad, but it's like I think there had to be enemies in this game, and you had to have a way to straight up kill them because, like, you can also avoid enemies. Right? Like, there are some enemies you can definitely just get past. And just move on, but I think they didn't want to try to design the whole game to be like that because right. that would be very challenging. Yeah. So they were like, "Okay, you have to be able to kill enemies," but man, it's point. It's kind of pointless. Like it. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. It's the least satisfying part of the game is to kill enemies because I'm not. I mean,
1: it's not unique combat or anything like that.
0: No, and I mean, you know that i don 't remember what they're called, you know those little head bobbing birds that uh go into the water, like those little wooden birds that bob up and down, <laughs> yeah, like that thing would be as good as me at the combat like that's <laughs> and so that's why it's like it's not i i don't think it's horrible or you know uh you know makes me feel bad or like I actively dislike it right it's just a non thing like i don 't even really think about combat in the game because. I just see an enemy and mash X. Like, right. I'm not like, oh, okay, time to fight. I'm like, no, just Mash X. Right. Um, it's
1: definitely not as like challenging or, you know, like doing builds like in Hollow Knight or right. other versions of those kinds of games. Like that's not the point of it. The point is to kind of experience this world and get through it as this character.
0: Precisely. And There are moments in this game, like, the biggest feats in this game that can kill you. Like, while you're just normally going around the world, there are enemies and there are spikes. And I'm going to tell you right now, the spikes are going to kill you a hundred times more than the enemies are. (laughs) Because that's the platforming and the challenging part of it is supposed to be, you know, moving around. Mm -hmm. But even the, like, quote-unquote boss fights in this game... This game doesn't have traditional boss fights because if you had a traditional boss fight, uh, guess what? You'd just mash X. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And it'd be boring as hell. So,
0: yeah, like pretty much every boss fight in this game, you actually never use that. You never mash X. It's almost always a platforming challenge rather than a, a fight. So clearly the game was designed with that being the challenge for the player mm-hmm. so the combat kind of is secondary unfortunately
1: well at least they like stuck with it they didn't just say okay we're gonna try and do both and then just fail at both like they yes emphasize like we're doing platforming yes you can kill things if you don't want to try and jump around them but like platforming is your main goal
0: right and i think because of that this game has some of the best movement of any platformer or Metroidvania or whatever that I've played. It's it feels really good to control your character in this game, which it should because that's the intent. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's
1: the point. So that is good that it's it feels like that.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, combat. Eh, it's a we write that off. It, we don't even we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we
1: spent a little time talking about shoot. It. <laughs> just cut it <laughs> so your character ori what is ori's character progression like as well as any other characters
0: so ori is uh this little spirit guardian he kind of looks like a like a cat combined with a squirrel he looks like a if you had to think up a a cute woodland creature that didn't exist currently. It's what probably what most people would think of. <laughs> um like a four-legged large ears, all white kind of squirrel cat thing. Um and yeah, you start this game not being able to do anything. You can jump and run. Right. That's it. You can jump once and run. And that's <laughs> that's the whole game. So Quickly, I mean, you find Sign, who's another character in the game technically, is the light from the spirit tree. And now Sign is, it's a character, but it's also an upgrade to you because now you have combat. You can attack things and whatever. But then throughout the rest of the game, pretty much how your character improves is by two main progression systems. One of them is uh, there are these ancestral trees in the world, like little tiny trees that mm-hmm. you find. And if you absorb the light from them, you gain an ability. And that ability is like something you can actively do. You know, it's not like a passive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is the Metroidvania element of it, of finding these throughout the world and then being able to do more and more stuff and get to new places because now you have these new things. Like... You know, you fall into this pit and you can't get out and then there's a tree in there and it gives you wall jump and now you can get out of that pit because now you can wall jump. Right. It's that same classic kind of formula. So that's the main uh, getting new abilities kind of thing. However, enemies and also some objects in the world, if you kill or destroy them, give you experience. And that experience can amount to ability points which are spent in the ability tree. And this is a completely separate thing from... And yes, they're both called trees, <laughs> which <laughs> sucks because they're, one's a literal tree and one of them is, you know, a tree of <laughs> skills. Um, Classic.
1: I yeah, mean, it's the, the blind uh, forest.
0: Come on. <laughs> yeah, they, they were blind to this n- nomenclature. <laughs> exactly. So the ability tree is three has three forks and um, they're linear in nature as in on each fork, you can't get the second skill without getting the first one. Mm -hmm. So you have to move down the line and then obviously they get, you get better and better stuff as you move down each fork. And it's like how I usually describe it. I think they all have specific names, but there's the, the damage one, (laughs) And then there's kind of the two more utility ones for different types of utility. One of them is mostly focused on, like, revealing stuff on the map for you to make it easier to find stuff. And then the other one is, like, utility in terms of, like, how you spend resources and uh, taking less damage and stuff like that. Gotcha. Like, more defensive stuff as well. And so... When you kill enemies, blah, 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 you get ability points, and you can spend them in this tree, and then when you spend it, it's permanently upgrade your character. So it's the same kind of thing as, like, finding an ancestral tree in the world. You now have this permanent upgrade. Okay. But most of these are not, like, a new ability. Most of these are improving what you can already do or giving you a passive thing that just kind of helps you progress through the game. So the one thing I really like about the ability tree is, as I described, since they're the three forks... There's nothing stopping you from just going down one fork completely before you even start the second one. So you can kind of change how you want to approach the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the very first time I played, I just was like, well, I don't want to die to stuff. So I'm just going to max out damage. (laughs) (laughs) So I just went down the entire damage tree first and never put any points in the other ones. And it made, you know the like enemies in the game trivial (laughs) (laughs) but now like in my playthrough since then i almost i don't avoid the damage tree but i'm like i can mash x hard enough it'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) that the like more utility stuff is kind of cool and in the utilities there are three active abilities you can gain like that and as opposed to like passive stuff which are air dash charge dash and triple jump nice. and air dash is just like a quality of life thing mm-hmm. it's like i want to get a- get around the world quickly i'd like to also be able to dash while i'm in the air <laughs> <laughs> um charge dash is i think i've used it like three times total in the whole time i've played this game wow. because maybe it's good but like i just never find the need for it because it's it's just it charges up your character and then when you dash, you deal damage to an enemy if you hit them, but oh. I don't care because I'm yeah. already mashing X. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so that's and remember, like, combat whatever. doesn't matter. Exactly. So uh, it it doesn't really help that. But um, and then triple jump, obviously, is like, oh, cool! I get a whole nother jump. Right. Like, it's it's actually a pretty significant. Really important. <laughs> yeah, it's a significant thing. But one thing that you know I like about the project progression in this game both with the trees and the ability tree is that it feels like it's intentionally trying to make how you move around different as the game progresses like right and how you interact with the world very different Mm -hmm. like and it changes drastically by the end of the game like you feel like a very different character than when you first start out which is okay good yeah. <laughs> like i you know i want meaningful upgrades throughout the game that aren't things like p- potentially like charge dash that i might never use <laughs> right um pretty much everything else in this game yeah
1: that's really cool because you know they don't re- they didn't really want to go down the route of making killing it killing things the objective and so they really beefed up the abilities and focus onto the platforming which is cool that they show that in the skills as well like they it seems like they did a pretty good job of enforcing that idea and following through in a positive and creative way
0: right yeah like you can tell that in the ability tree that the damage things are hey do more damage do damage faster like (laughs) be able to target more things with damage right um it doesn't change how you play but Yeah. yeah the utility and like movement stuff clearly is like oh now you can you know you can traverse the world in a more meaningful or cooler way which is is awesome it's great
1: that is cool so what's your favorite skill
0: Oh, it it's it's not even close. <laughs> like there there's I think there are some really cool skills in this game. Um, but with all platformers, you know, I think there's a limit to the kinds of ways you can move around in a game unless like it's very, very unique and is really out there or weird. I mean right. like when I say like, oh, double jump, and when I said triple jump, you're like, oh, that's very important. Yes, because like anyone's mind who's played a game like this. One of the most important things you get in any of these games is double jump. And guess what? All of them have double jump. Yeah. And the reason why is because, one, it makes your platforming feel way better if you can double jump. But then also the creators and the designers can design the world to bar you from certain locations Mm -hmm. easily by just making it two jumps high. And... That, it's, it's like, like okay there's no way for you to, or, yeah there's no yeah. way for you to cheese that you know you're gonna have to get double jump before you come back right um, so Ori you get double jump and it's like it feels good but it doesn't it doesn't even feel like double jump in other Metroidvanias. It doesn't okay. feel like now the whole world is my <laughs> oyster <laughs> like if you actually get it relatively early as well and I okay. think the reason why is because they didn't want that to be the thing that makes you feel like ooh now. like now I can get everywhere (laughs) yeah right but one of the skills that I think does do that is bash and Mm. bash is the most unique movement skill I've seen in any metroidvania and might be my favorite in any metroidvania (laughs) um so bash is when you are near an object a projectile or an enemy you can press Y, and it kind of grabs them and freezes time. And while time And while time is frozen, like, it just freezes the whole world. And while it's frozen, you, you're given an arrow radiating from where you are. And that's the direction Ori will launch off the thing you're holding. <laughs> so, you know, if someone shoots something at you, you can grab it and shoot it behind you and shoot yourself forward. Oh wow. So in terms of movement, it's amazing. That's cool. It feels very satisfying to do and, you know, it, it oh, you go way farther than a double jump. <laughs> like <laughs> So, being able to progress through the world and just move around, it feels like, "Oh, there's something like super high up. Oh, I bet I could bash off some stuff to get up there." With double jump, you're like I can only jump this high, but with bash, you can get creative. <laughs> um for example there are some very high things in the game like experience pools or upgrades Mm -hmm. and it's like there's no way for me to just jump to get up there but there's this spider enemy in the game that shoots out three projectiles in like like one horizontally and then one angled up and one angled down towards you Mm -hmm. and all of those can be bashed off of so if you're I don't want to say clever enough because it's intended. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if he shoots them at you, you can plan it in a way so you could bash off of one of them up to the higher one that he shot to bash off of that one mm-hmm. to get up super high to get the thing you could normally not get. Nice. Um, and it's not like an obvious, like, oh, just use this skill to get up there. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Maybe I could plan this out in a way that this works. And that's not all. <laughs> not all, folks. Even with that alone, it's like this ability is awesome and really cool and satisfying to use. But as I mentioned, when you're pointing your arrow as to where Ori goes, whatever you're holding is going to go in the opposite direction. Hmm. So you can use this not just for movement, but you can use it for combat. This is the one thing in the game that I think (laughs) makes combat interesting. If an enemy shoots a projectile at you, Mm -hmm. you can launch it back at him with bash and you could launch it at someone else with bash like there's there are some enemies in the game that can't be killed by your abilities but some enemies have stronger projectiles than you that you can then shoot at those well-armored enemies and kill them again it's like using movement for combat technically instead of you know just attacking stuff Mm -hmm. so it makes it very satisfying to like there's this toad enemy that just shoots this like red ball of like gunk at you and you just immediately grab it and throw it back at him. He's like, what? And just blows up. You're like, gotcha. But one of the coolest ways to use Bash in combat is there are all these small birds in the game that dive at you and try to get you and if there are any spikes nearby that would, you know, you keep falling in over and over again. Yeah. You can grab them and launch them into the spikes <laughs> to kill them. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't do that much damage, but I could launch you into this, and I'll, <laughs> it'll take care of the job for me.
1: <laughs> nice. That is yeah, cool. So,
0: oh, it's like most other things in this game. I'm like, that's cool, and I use it when it's needed. But Bash, I'm like, if I can use Bash, I will use Bash because <laughs> just moving and combat the whole world it feels like a new game when you get bash it's right great it's
1: yeah. uh this game's version of double jump
0: <laughs> right this is the double jump that also has just more utility than normal double jump but it's right. exactly it, like you get it and you're like wow now <laughs> now i can do stuff i am in charge
1: yeah. of this world
0: <laughs> exactly i'm the boss <laughs>
1: Well, so we've talked a lot about, you know, more of the mechanics side. Um, What about the story? Like, is it unique and different?
0: So, this story is brutal. (laughs) It is is incredibly brutal for, like, as charming a world it is. Holy cow.
1: More brutal than uh, Hollow Knight?
0: Well, because, like, it's a different... It's a different kind of brutal because gotcha. in Hollow Knight there are some things there are some things that are brutal in that game and there are some things that are like kind of like horrible right. but it's it's hard to know what things are good or like you know like everything's kind of gray or like everything lots of the bugs are just like creepy in general so right. <laughs> you don't necessarily feel bad for all bugs in that game. Yeah. <laughs> but in Ori it's like Almost all the living things in this world are cute.
1: <laughs> right. And so then when so, stuff happens, you're like, oh, no. Oh,
0: it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a game attaches you to something and immediately takes it away from you. Yeah. It's rough. Um, This, I, I'm i trying to think. I don't think there's a sadder opening to a game <laughs> <laughs> than Ori and the Blind Forest. Damn. Um. The pro—it's just the prologue. It's just a long cutscene that, like, you sort of play through a little bit, but it's—it's mm-hmm. it's just a cutscene, a glorified cutscene. Right. Um, and the story starts off with Ori. The Spirit Tree is this big, giant tree in the middle of the forest that gives life to all the spirits and helps balance the whole world of Nibel or Nibel. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are a spirit. And are a, chill, a child of the tree.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you fall out of the tree and get lost. Aww. And so tree is trying to look for you and guide you throughout the game. But at the very beginning, you get lost. And uh, this creature called Naru, who's like this big kind of fluffy panda bear dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, that's the one on the cover, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He finds you and is like, oh, look, like lost starving little animal i'm gonna take care of you dude Mm -hmm. and so he adopts you and then you like build stuff together find food together it's like this long cutscene. but this game's premise is that the light of the spirit tree is gone and so the forest is all out of balance and you know there's kind of it's kind of like this cataclysmic event that Mm -hmm. causes stuff to die and stuff to get corrupted and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So in, in towards the end of this cutscene, there's no more food and there's no the trees are running out of food and Ori mm-hmm. goes out to get some last bit of food and comes back and Naru's dead.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> That's the oh. very beginning of the game. <laughs> so it's sad. Yes, it's <laughs> You don't oh, even get to actually play a video game before the only thing you're attached to already dies. <laughs>
1: Damn, that is dark.
0: Yes, Jeez. very much so. That's rough. Um, yeah. And like from what you'd see of like promotion of this game, that's not what you expect.
1: Right. Cause that's the front cover. Like, I assumed yeah, you were there, there going to go together oh. into this. Oh forest. no, he
0: dies before the game starts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's rough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so then you, basically starving and dying, uh, oh, leave to go try to find more food and pass out unconscious near the spirit tree, who then revives you. And then that's when the game kind of actually begins and you start exploring. Okay. But the dreariness doesn't ever end. Oh. <laughs> like, this this game is like... It feels like that the game like that is being... Ha- had like that you're playing is so i don't want to say different but it like it feels like i'm doing two different things when i'm playing the game or experiencing the story like the game i'm like okay i'm platforming i have to get up this thing the story i'm like oh god oh <laughs> horrible things are happening right. oh jesus
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and so it they're kind of separate's not the right word, but they are two I know very, what you mean, you know, though. They're, like, separate en-
1: entities. like
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I have very separate emotions towards them. <laughs> yeah. Like, while I'm playing, I'm not thinking about those horrible things. <laughs> but then, like, a cutscene starts or it shows me something, and I'm like, oh, God, why would you have to do that? <laughs> but, you know, pretty quickly after that, you when you find signs, signs like, hey, uh, I'm the light of the spirit tree or whatever, and... Yeah, I have to get back to the spirit tree because everything's screwed up. And here I'm going to explain to you how to beat the game. (laughs) 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 And basically there are these three elements in the world, um, water, wind, and warmth that, (laughs) you know, need to get fixed because right now they're not working properly and the forest is all out of balance and fix those elements, get signed back to the tree, we win. I'm like, okay. Alright, thanks. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I can do that. Um and you know, as you progress through the story, there's uh this giant bird called Kuro, who's a giant owl. And he's a dick and is trying to kill you throughout the game.
1: Jeez. Yeah, why? He's not
0: he's not very nice. Well, that's that's a great question. <laughs> um
1: it's never answered.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is answered, and oh, that's okay. and that's the thing where, like, Kuro is very clearly the bad guy, right? right. He is this giant owl. He's black. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like stereotypical evil thing, right? And you learn that <laughs> maybe we're the baddies. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, damn.
0: And. You know, the spirit tree is like guiding you throughout this whole game and is like explaining for you what to do, and this is what you gotta do to get the forest back together, and blah blah blah. And in a cutscene, it is a flashback to before the game starts, or like right when the game starts, to right after Ori gets lost. Big Owl is in her nest with three babies. Oh no. Um, exactly oh, no. see see, this is the thing right oh, no. that if you were talking about any normal video game and yeah. you just said owl has a nest of three babies you don't think oh no but, you think, when, it, but when this game starts with yeah cute, fluffy dude dying immediately you're like oh no. oh no why are you showing me this and big owl kuro Leaves Nest to go find food.
1: Oh no, and they're babies!
0: And babies are chilling out in the nest. (gasps) Big Spirit Tree is trying to find Ori. Big Spirit Tree lets out this big surge of light in an attempt to find slash guide Ori. (laughs) Big surge of light spreads too far. (laughs) Big Owl panics and flies back towards Nest. Too late! (laughs) Light has fried and killed oh. all three babies. <laughs> what? Yep.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> this,
0: this game is not <laughs> is not happy-go-lucky. It Damn. has almost no joyful moments. It is Jeez. dark, 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 dark. Wow. So, yeah, Spirit Tree, you know, the, the, and this is, I, you know, in my interpretation, the namesake of the game is Ori and the Blind Forest, is that the Spirit Tree... Is doing its own thing and doesn't realize what
1: it's doing. destruction
0: it's causing yeah. by spreading its light. Because it's called oh, it's the light.
1: Right. It's, it's just like in Hollow Knight where it's like the light, but is it really better? Like it's not. Yes. Yeah.
0: Precisely. It's like is it, does light mean good or is right. d- this is just light because it's well light. <laughs> um, Damn. And it yeah, so yes. So
1: kill Prism.
0: Yes. Dead. Dead is adorable. <laughs> God. So Kuro is pissed slightly.
1: That's fair. How do they find out that like Ori is the cause of it?
0: Well, she doesn't find out that Ori is the cause of it. Okay. But she goes into the spirit goes to the spirit tree, who she knows is the cause, and rips out its light oh. and throws it away. I mean that's fair. And that sign, who's your the character that's with you the whole game. Right. So why Kuro is trying to kill you is cuz you have sign with you for the whole game right. and is the light from the tree that killed her children. Um
1: I mean that's totally acceptable.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ori didn't do anything and <laughs> has no clue what's a, going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: side character who's like what?
0: <laughs> right. And most likely sign has no clue that right. you know.
1: Probably not cuz What
0: happened but they don't know that until you find her nest right and then it shows the flashback and it's like revealed what happened damn but yeah kuro presents the most tense moments of the game um when we were talking about in terms of like mechanics and boss fights mm-hmm. there are a few boss fights in the game that are just kuro is you know like ah uh, there are a few games that do stuff like this. I'm thinking of like Inside has moments like this. Yep. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. There's a th- there's a threat in the background of the scene. Yeah And you have to stealth get through the screen that you're on without them yep. noticing you. And so Kuro is just sitting in the background <laughs> looking and trying to kill you. And you have to platform your way through the scene without being seen. You have to oh, be stealthy. and And if you stay out for too long... If you if you ever leave cover ever, she screeches and oh. and gets alert, but then if you stay out of cover just long enough, she flies into the foreground and kills you instantly. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you can't mash X now like Right. <laughs> that's the kind of tense thing the game does rather than combat is like these kind of boss fights that are platforming based rather than right. you know hit its weak spot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that all happens. Uh, Jeez. (laughs) There's another character in the game, Gumo, who's a Goomon, you know.
1: Of course. Really,
0: yep. (laughs) Creative. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's this lanky, blackball dude. And he, in the very first quest of the game, you're supposed to find, uh, you're supposed to fix the water element and to get into the tree to do that, there's this like orb of water that you need and Gumo steals it and we're like that dude's a jerk. <laughs> um and you like chase him all throughout this thing and he's running away with the ball and then when you finally catch on to him he's like trapped under this rock Aww. and Ori pushes the rock off him and gumo Gumo's like what? <laughs> like <laughs> why are you being nice to me and then he gives you the orb and leaves cuz it's like oh maybe maybe,
1: maybe you're not your an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe neither of us are assholes. <laughs> um but then later in the game uh, you find the Forlorn Ruins, which are is the home of the Goomons. Okay. And that's where the element of warmth is. And it's actually one of my favorite areas of the game. It's It's this fortress that there's this... A lot of this game is finding a ball and then carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> you find a ball that's important, carry it to somewhere and drop it off. And so there's a ball you can carry in this fortress... And what that ball does is it activates uh, the anti-gravity tech of the Goomons. (laughs) So it makes this super unique platforming section where if there's, imagine like if there's a square on screen and you're standing on top of it. Mm -hmm. If you walk to the right instead of falling off, you walk onto the right side of it and now Uh -hmm. down is to your left. Yeah. So you could still jump off now, but instead of falling down, you will fall left and so like the whole puzzle is based around yeah like gravity being all weird and you being able to manipulate it but of course when you walk into this place where the gumons uh resided well all the bad stuff has happened all the elements have been screwed up so this place of warmth isn't working has frozen over oh. and all the gumons oh. are dead <laughs> oh
1: my gosh
0: Jesus. And I'm just laughing because it's like it's just so much. Like there's right. so much in this game of just like sadness. It's just ridiculous. Oh <laughs> so, man, Goomons are all dead, and you're and then you move through the the fortress and you get to the end. And then as soon as you get to the end, it cuts to the entrance and Gumo walks in <gasps> and sees it.
1: <laughs> oh no! I'm like,
0: you didn't have to do that.
1: <laughs> like that's just. That's just salt in the wound, man. Right.
0: It's like, come on. It's already sad enough. Please. It's like, we know
1: he's going to find it eventually. Like, we don't need to
0: see it. It's like, oh, come on. Oh, no. So he finds it, and that's sad. And then he sees that you restore the element of warmth. And he's like, I've got an idea. And he, the ball that you were carrying around he grabs it before the whole place collapses and he runs away. And it's like, bye, dude. <laughs> <So> <laughs> see you later. I'm sorry all your family's dead. Right.
1: Maybe see you later, but maybe you'll be dead later.
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? At the, the rate this game's going, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But um, then, you know, game goes through. You have to restore the, uh, the last element and then you get to go to this big mountain and uh restore that. you know fix the last thing big scary lava mountain that is like extremely difficult platforming that has like Mm. lasers and stuff like that it's very very challenging and then the game's like but guess what kuro's here (laughs) and so the last Challenge of the game is a like amped up version of instead of Kuro hanging out in the background, he is chasing you horizontally across the screen as you're trying to platform and get away from him.
1: I would freak Um, out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like probably the most times I died in the game for sure (laughs) was just panicking and messing up platforming because this giant owl is about to kill me. (laughs) Right. But then there's the game tries its best to redeem itself in terms of not <laughs> in terms not of sadness. bad but in terms of sadness correct <laughs> it tries to redeem itself and it manages it i think is that it cuts to gumo and he's got the little orb from his people mm-hmm. and he's taken it to naru the dead panda mm, yeah. dude and revives him Woo! with the orb and brings him back to life. And you're like, I thought he was for sure like totally right. dead, was not coming back. Like, what the like, heck? Like, does and, the
1: orb weird?
0: Well, right. And that's that's the best part is there's nothing that, <laughs> that points to that orb being able to do that. So right. When when he takes it, you're not like, oh, I know what he's going to do. <laughs> right, like, no. Okay, he took the orb. Okay, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. So he brings him back to life and it's like awesome and then gumo is like ori needs our help and naru's like ori what (laughs) yeah i know that guy (laughs) so they (laughs) head, head out to find you and then when kuro is about to kill your butt on the edge of a cliff uh naru shows up and is like hey man can you not though (laughs) <laughs> Can you just uh not kill Ori though? that'd be great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Kuro is like, well, yeah, like my kids are dead and like that sucks and like like people dying sucks <laughs> and again, no dialogue. This is all like just animals making head motions to each other right basically. Nice. and Kuro's like, all right, I'm gonna do the right thing and grab sign. And flies him back into the tree and puts him back. And when he puts him back, it kills him.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Because the light erupts from the tree, and oh my the god. Crow's species obviously doesn't survive the light and dies. Jesus yep.
1: Christ! But then, oh my god, there's
0: one more upswing from another <laughs> low point. Dear Lord, is. When Kuro and or not Kuro, Kuro's dead. Uh, when Naru <laughs> and Ori go back to Naru's home. They have with them Kuro's last remaining egg. Oh, and it starts to hatch, oh, and that's the end of the game. Okay, and so it's like okay, there's a little like <laughs> little tiny little, there, but, yeah. Jeez. But man, this story is super dark. <laughs> it's yeah. incredibly so. And yeah, it's tough to know. Like
1: I can see what you mean by. Having difficulty telling, like, you know, whether it's darker than other stories and, like, the fact that it just is very different.
0: Yeah, it's, like, gloomy. Like, there's pretty much no story elements that are just good. Mm-hmm. Like, like I mean, Naru coming back at the very end, sure, but, like, right. pretty much every time their story is mentioned in the game, it's, like... All the first off, all the ancestral trees didn't even think about this and forgot, is so all the ancestral trees are these abilities that were held by spirits. When you get like double jump, it's like, oh, this signs like, oh, this spirit used was really, you know, a great leaper, and you know, mm-hmm. that's why the tree gives you double jump. Uh the tree is where their dead body is. Oh <laughs> that's my god, yeah. Like, you know, th- there's I mean, no it makes sense, body but... there, but yeah, it's it's some old spirit's grave. Sad is where you get this power. So yeah, like all the story and themes of the game are really gloomy, but then like the gameplay is just oh, move around, do stuff. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> right, it's pretty it's weird. here, but <laughs> yeah, story it's, it's just
0: it's just bizarre that like the juxtaposition between the two, like not not that all of the time while you're in the world it's always like upbeat but right. it definitely feels like two separate things it's it's yeah. very bizarre huh yeah
1: that's really weird
0: Mm-hmm. but i mean i think it'll be interesting because three months from today mm. is when is when the sequel to this game comes out oh wow um so i mean i'm playing that <laughs> that shit day one <laughs> but it's it's interesting in that i think this is one of my favorite platformers mm-hmm. ever because it you know as we've talked about like the movement and everything is great yeah and i like the story even though like it's Sad. real brutal yeah but like it's it's funny for the like the next game, like this is what I think about for like Metroidvania's usually in general, like all the Metroid games. Not that the plot was bad, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't say the plot of most of the Metroid games was like, "Oh my god." Right, like memorable just, really. Yeah, it, it's usually a like decently formulaic in terms of the story. Like there are sometimes some story beats that are like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming," but Right. It's, not the the highlight of the game. When, you know, when there's a new Metroid coming out and it's like, okay, I'm going to play the next Metroid game. I'm not like, man, I wonder what the story is going to be this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I wonder how it feels to play. I wonder what the new right. cool things are. The like skills. So, like yeah, that exactly. Kind of stuff. So, you know, I am a little excited about the story for the new one. Right. But... For the most part, I'm like, they're going to be new skills. There's going <laughs> to be, you know, cool new pretty world to go through. Right. Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm, you know, <laughs> that is the forefront and the point of these games, I would say. And I think it's a success of this game. And, like, I think similarly in Hollow Knight, that those games are carried by the gameplay. Like, that you're not progressing through these games for the story, you're progressing because it feels good to play
1: right and like the story might be a perk
0: yeah exactly and hollow knight and ori both managed to have a story that is also compelling while you're Mm -hmm. playing through the world which is i think pretty unique for this genre so i do give it kudos kudos for that (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly kudos (laughs) kudos.
1: (laughs) well uh that sounds like it wraps it up unless you have anything else to say
0: I just uh Orion the wool of the wisps. It's coming out in three months, and you better believe that I'll probably beat that game in a day and then we'll do an episode about it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a
1: plan.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: <laughs> oh man. All right, Kevin. I think it's your turn for a recommendation this week.
0: It is. Um I have a recommendation that is not like any of the other recommendations we've had because uh, it is a specific thing but it's but overall it's a very general thing and that is uh getting a water bottle I know it's that sounds like yeah okay get a water bottle who cares here's the thing all right if you have a sedentary lifestyle either at work or at home, or both, it can be a struggle to keep hydrated, because you're not, you know, just constantly going to get water. you just got the water that's right next to you. <laughs> Having a good water bottle that has cold water all the time, and a lot of cold water all the time, is fantastic. It is, the current water bottle that I have, that's right next to me, is the best <laughs> purchase I've made in years (laughs) it is is absolutely the favorite my favorite thing that I've gotten just because I don't have to always try to get water or more than likely especially at work I'm busy working on stuff and I I'm not like oh I'm gonna get up and get some water I'm like no I'm gonna finish this thing I can't just quickly take a sip because there's nothing next to me get yourself a good water bottle (laughs) this is not a paid endorsement but mine is a hydro flask which just is large and keeps my water cold all day i put Mm -hmm. ice in it in the morning it stays cold until the end of the day yeah do yourself a favor stay hydrated get yourself a good water bottle it is like it's one of those things like how people say like get a good mattress get like those things that are you know don't don't skimp don't Yeah. yeah don't skimp don't like think it's not really that important of a thing no splurge Get a good big water bottle yeah. because, because likely it'll last is, long too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll last a long time, and you know, <laughs> it's not going to change. <laughs> like drink, drinking water has been how it is forever. Like it's not like in ten years it's going to be like, gosh, I wish I had the other whatever replaced water bottles. No. <laughs> like just get a really nice water bottle, and you'll you'll your hydration levels will thank you for it.
1: Yeah, no, it's a really good plan. I got a good water bottle, and it makes a world of difference.
0: It really does. It's one of those things you don't notice until you either realize you don't have one or get one. And then you're like, I can't imagine life. Actually, it, it's a whole what new it is, world. is. Yeah, what it is is that it's it's the thing you don't realize until you get one, and then you forget it. If you, <laughs> right. As soon as you don't have it, once you've like purchased it, you're like, oh, everything sucks. <laughs> 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 like i don't have my water <laughs> yeah uh,
1: well you've heard it from us uh listeners buy a water bottle
0: <laughs> it's it's an out there recommendation it's not our typical but i think it's just if not like more it. important yeah. yeah
1: it's for your health man
0: mm-hmm.
1: well everyone this has been expand cool Check us out on facebook.com slash expand cool or twitter.com slash expand cool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Feel free to share your thoughts and experiences with Ori and the Blind Forest on our social media. If you want to directly support us, visit patreon.com slash expand cool. Tune in next week for a discussion on the Cornetto Trilogy. I'm Sam.
0: And I'm Kevin.
1: Thank you for listening.